Hey there everybody, Franklin Taggart here, and it is time for another virtual coffee break. Here is my coffee. Grab your beverage. Let us chat for a minute. Um, lots, lots been going on in my mind today. Um, I had a really great conversation with a client this morning about mission, vision, and values. And he, he had really struggled to find a mission statement. And one of the things that we found was that he was trying to be too detailed in creating the mission statement. And as he was becoming more detailed in the mission statement, it really lost, um, it lost its power, it lost its edge. It lost its organizing, you know, capability. And um, so one of the things that we ended up working on was, you know, let's, let's take a look at, at your vision first actually let's look at your core values first and as we looked at his core values and as we looked at his vision all of a sudden his mission came right into place it was a very succinct one sentence statement that said this is what I am about and this is how I'm bringing it about so um, one of the things that I would tell you is that um, if you are working on developing your your values, your vision, and your mission statement, um, try not to try not to make it too um, like nitpicky. <laughs> I think one of the, one of the things that you've got to look at with your values, vision, and mission statement is that they are the things that need to energize you for what you're doing in the world, whether that's, you know, um, uh, creating art, whether that is, whether you're doing a business, whether that's, you're leading an organization, your values, vision, and mission really need to, to be the things that, um, embolden and empower and motivate you. And I think a lot of times, one of the things that happens with those kinds of statements is that we get way too abstract and we don't think about um, what it is that uh, is actually happening in the real world. We kind of get up in our heads about it and um, we get um, actually a little bit um, separated from the reality of what we're really doing. That's another thing that I wanted to talk about. And um, I am getting ready to do another Clients Everywhere workshop. Uh, it's been a couple of months since I did the last one. Clients Everywhere workshop is one that I do um, every other month or so. And the Clients Everywhere workshop is not the same workshop every time. It's like I do a little bit of a presentation, but most of the time one of the things we're looking at is how can you work with people um, that are in the same room. And a lot of times the reason that I developed this workshop was that people were having a very difficult time finding their ideal client or identifying their ideal client and the avatar worksheets weren't working for them. And so what we ended up doing was saying, okay, let's start differently then. Why don't we look at instead of looking for ideal clients, why don't we just look for any client, anyone? Is there something that you can do to help that person? And as they started to look at that, 
all of a sudden they started to realize there are opportunities right here in the room that I had not seen because I was so worried about finding an ideal client. An example of that is that um, I worked with a couple of people who were who were both coaches, and one of the things that they ran into was that as they tried to identify an ideal client, they were basing their ideal client of tomorrow on people that they had served yesterday. And what was really funny was that that really didn't have any bearing on anything. It's like the people that they served before really didn't determine the people that they were meant to serve beyond that. So one of the things that we looked at was how do you actually work out what it is that, um, or who it is that you're supposed to be working with? Well, one of the things that I talked about was a lot of it just has to do with articulating your specialty. If you can articulate your specialty, you're going to attract the people who need that specialty, right? Now, the other thing is that people who need to work with you are also attracted to you based on the values that you share. So if you're, you know, if you are working with people that don't share your values, there's probably going to be something lost in the translation and, and whatever it is that you're doing may fall flat. And I've seen that happen before for myself. It's like, I have a tendency to value, um, inclusion. I have a tendency to value, um, empowerment. I have a tendency to, um, to value creativity and um, I've had clients before that were a little bit more on the area of like they valued um, they valued they valued being right <laughs> they valued um, being able to direct other people and when we tried to line up with each other it just did not work they tended to be more judgmental people and I tended to be a little bit more um, of an accepting and open-ended person. And our styles just did not mesh with each other at all. So one of the things that I always tell people is like, one of the things I think is really important is to get your values clarified and make sure that they are prominent in the way that you express yourself in your website in your social media in your email in your personal letters wherever it is you know make sure that those core values are are right on point and visible now the other thing that i think is really important is that i i have i have become more and more convinced that people are People are attracted to the personality of the person that they feel drawn to work with. Now, I know that that's true for myself, you know. Um, <laughs> what's really funny, back in the 90s, maybe even in the 80s, oh my gosh, that far back, maybe early 90s, um, I signed up for the Unlimited Power program by Tony Robbins. And it was all on cassette. And I listened to that thing from front to back. And at some point in the midst of it all, I realized this guy is not talking to me. This guy doesn't understand my language. 
This guy doesn't understand who I am. This guy doesn't understand my values. And at some point, I think I just ended up not completing the program because I just realized that, you know what? The values and the personality are not lining up for me. And then um, I found other things that were a little bit more in line, like Neville Goddard and um, Napoleon Hill and some of those other kinds of, you know, writers that were a little bit more along the lines of, you know, being able to, uh, being able to, you know, imagine a reality and then make it so. I lined up with them more than I did with someone who was all about taking massive action, right? Now, what was really funny is that there was, there was another group of people that I resonated even more with. And those were the people that were kind of along the lines of, they were driven by meaningful experience. So there were people like um, Sidney Banks and Lester Levinson, Larry Crane, and other folks who actually were driven a little bit more by uh, by emotion and meaning. And as I found those people, it was as if I found my tribe. And then I found some Advaita teachers that also were very much in line with personality and with um, values and with um, with my worldview. And they were they were extremely impactful. So the thing that's really interesting is that as you start to get out there and try to find people who who are intended to work with you, those are the things that I think need to be put out there. You need to put out your core values. You need to put out your personality. And you also need to put out there um, your truth. The truth that you subscribe to. The truth that you have benefited from. The truth that guides you. The truth that organizes your life. All of those things, I think, are really important as you're trying to attract the right people to what it is that you're doing, whether that be a business, whether that be art or music or writing, whether that whether it be um, whether it be something along the lines of an organization or a cause that you're representing, make sure that the values and make sure that the um, that the personality behind it and make sure that um, all of the um, different truths that are that are really shaping and driving what you do, make sure that those are present in the way that you present yourself and you will attract the people that you're intended to work with. So those are my thoughts for tonight. Um, it's a little bit late on a Tuesday. I had a wonderful day today. It was um, only one client from the SBDC, and then the rest of the day I was actually spending um, learning some things 
uh, about automation and etc uh, etc et I appreciate your time and your attention as always and um, I will look forward to being back with you again tomorrow for another coffee break so long